In a world where all of history is happening all at once, but it's just a little more cartoony, the hip, cool, very ineffectual Roman emperor Didius Julianus attempts to become mayor of a small town, but in order to do so, he has to uncover a dark mystery. This episode, which doesn't take place in the world of Hereafter, but gives you a lot of information that will be helpful for next arc, is brought to you in partnership with Totalis Rankium and Pontifax. Totalis Rankium and Pontifax are both history-ranking podcasts. Totalis Rankium is actually two podcasts, uh, one where these two British men rank all of the Roman emperors, and then one where they rank all of the American presidents. Uh, The Roman emperors has just wrapped up, or at time of recording. Now it's a couple of months ago they wrapped up, so you can listen to all of it now. Uh, American presidents is still ongoing. Pontifax, on the other hand, is a papal history podcast ranking all of the popes from Peter to Francis. You can find links to their websites below, or you can find them by searching Totalis Rankium or Pontifax on whatever podcatcher you're using to listen to this episode. And now, on with the show. Welcome to Totalis Rankium! This week, Under the Neighborhood. And welcome to Totalis Rankium. I'm Jamie. <laughs> and I'm Rob. Uh, and we're not ranking anything. And Ranking all of the Jamie imitations. <laughs> yes. If you are listening and you think you have detected that Jamie sounds different to usual, then well done. Because that is not actually Jamie. Jamie is uh, busy uh, this evening, unexpectedly. Um, uh, but I, I've managed to find a stand-in. Uh, and it's Bree. Hi, Bree. Hello. Hello. I'll bring my regular voice back now. <laughs> yeah, uh, please do. Because <laughs> that was scary. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, this is Under the Neighbourhood. This is a collaboration with Quest Friends, and I'm very excited to welcome Kyle and Ari, um, who are coming along, and they are going to um, help us play a game. And hopefully it'll be fun and interesting, and <laughs> I'm sure it will be. I have, I have every confidence. Um, so, hello, Kyle. Hello. I'm just going to pass over to you because you're the one who knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, so what we're doing today is, uh, over the course of the history of Totalis Rankium and Pontifax, there have been a lot of fun interpretations a lot of times where things have come up and uh the hosts have said something along the lines of let's say that's what happened and unfortunately history is not so fun as to use our interpretations of it so we've got to create our own story uh what we're going to be doing today is doing a collaborative role-playing adventure essentially all the folks with me are going to be taking on characters in a story and we're going to use a system that helps you tell whimsical, fun adventures like you'd find in a cartoon. Before I have everyone introduce themselves, the basic premise is today our fun characters in this silly cartoonish world are going to be playing in a world where all of history is happening all at once, and it is exactly how it's been described in Pontifax and Totalis Rankium. Pope Fabian, really obsessed with birds, (laughs) loves them too much all your mail 
delivered by some dude named Roger. Or at least the bad male is. And only the bad male. All of the Franks are hot dogs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's the basic idea. The basic idea is we're going to be playing a fun adventure where we can kind of toy around with all of these things uh, with a cast of characters, all of which are, I would say, inspired by history in the same way movies claim to be inspired <laughs> by a true story. <laughs> So the three lovely folks with me are going to be playing characters. So let's talk about who their characters are. I'm Ari. She, her. I am playing Fabian the Avar, which is the intuition <laughs> who invents he, him. What's Fabian's deal? Fabian is the leader of a neighborhood clan called the Avars, <laughs> who they just really, really, really want to fly and he is the leader and creates a bunch of variety inventions to be able to finally soar the skies. None of them have worked, but this, this today will be the day that he will be able to finally be like a bird. <laughs> he also wears a, a plate doctor mask because it looks like a bird and it has a lot of feathers <laughs> on top of it. So you never see his face, but it looks like a little bird. Ari, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm Rob. Uh, I am playing Diddy Jules. <laughs> Diddy Jules is a, a very misunderstood man. Uh, people think he's got delusions of grandeur, but he knows that he is destined to be the emperor slash president, whichever. Uh, he doesn't mind which. Uh, he knows this because he's got a rock. <laughs> I don't ask where the rock came from because Diddy <laughs> Jules isn't going to tell you. But this rock proves... Uh, beyond any doubt that he is definitely destined to become the emperor. I mean, some say the rock told him one day, whispered in his ears, but uh, again, Diddy Jules isn't going to go into that. Diddy Jules is an opportunist who stumbles into success. So, um, I mean, he really should have failed in everything in his life so far, but things just seem to work for him. Just seem to work out so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bree, and I will be playing Formosa, the weird who was killed but lived. And that is both literal and metaphorical in her life because Formosa is from another world and she is also a zombie. So in high school, she came to this world and she was an exchange student and she was very popular, had a very good time over here. But she went back home to the other world, made a life for herself as an adult had a relationship with a man named Steve. And that relationship ended terribly. Awful. The worst breakup you could possibly imagine. Steve publicly humiliated her. And it was just the most mortifying, degrading thing you could think of. And so she has decided to eat, pray, love her way back into <laughs> this world, heal her soul. She has moved into this new neighborhood and is looking for a fresh start for her new zombie life. All I can think of is like the eat, pray, love, like, you know, doormat or hanger, but it just said eat brains, love. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> that exists now. All right, so we have our characters, we have our world, and we're going to go on an adventure today, but we have to do one other thing. Because Under the Neighborhood, as I said, is inspired by cartoons, but it's specifically inspired by cartoons like Gravity Falls or Amphibia or The Owl House. And a big aspect of those cartoons 
is that while you go on magical adventures, they all start from a mundane place. So the example I always use is there's an episode in Gravity Falls where the main character basically upsets a surly teen and the teen does one of those like, we're going to fight behind the arcade. Meet me at three. And that's of, you know, it's not something that always happens to everybody, but it is a very relatable thing that a lot of us, especially those who went to public school, can recognize happened. It's something we can empathize with. Where things get weird then is that the main character, instead of doing the fight, brings a character from a video game fighting game to life and then sets this fighting game character upon his bully. So things where they start with something that might be relatively mundane, if not every day, they spiral out into something fantastical with the addition of our world. I have made this lovely, lovely chart. (laughs) (laughs) High tech. Oh my God. I approve. What you're going to do is we're going to go around and essentially your arrow is pointing to the character that I want you to give a slice of life complication to. For example, could be things like the coffee machine is broken or my car can't go in reverse or you're 11 years old and you want to get into a PG-13 movie. Again, something that might not happen every day, but is a very relatable, mundane problem. I'll go first then. Uh, Formosa, unfortunately, she's heard that free-flowing poetry is a, a way to like get over a breakup. Just pour your thoughts down, and she's hoping to get into poetry in this way. Uh, so she closes her eyes and she just starts writing. And she's been doing this for about three weeks now. And whenever she opens her eyes... Uh, It's just the word Steve, 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 (laughs) Steve, over and over again with more and more exclamation marks. And she just wants to write a a single poem that isn't just the word Steve. Damn it! (laughs) Unthinkingly cruel. (laughs) Horrifically malevolent. (laughs) Okay, um, I guess I have to go next. Um, Fabian, I assume you have pet birds, yes? Oh, yes. A lot of them. So you keep trying to take a nap, but your pet birds are, for whatever reason today, very unsettled. Every time you're just about to fall asleep, you really, really want this nap. They start just all for whatever. We don't know what it is, but they're very upset about something. They sense an evil portent in the winds. Yeah. Maybe it's Steve. (laughs) (laughs) All right. D.D. Jules. Today, you have been prepared to give this massive, amazing speech to the crowds in order for you to become President Emperor. It was going to be great. Finally, it was going to be great. It is going to be great. I'm going to add a detail here. President Emperor of the neighborhood. Just like you start small and move up, you know. In Diddy Jill's mind, local politics is actually like the pinnacle. Your rival for this uh, President, you know, Emperor thing will be Lucius Lucy Severus which is Septimus's first name. So now he has a niece and she is your arch nemesis. (laughs) However, you also have been noticed that you have jury duty. Oh, no. (laughs) And I bet it's not even like a juicy murder or anything, is it? No, it is. tax evasion. Yeah, it is a very boring one. So you have to figure out how to do both things. And it's, it's, it's even more boring than tax avoidance. It's like just... I can't even think of something more boring than tax avoidance. Oh, I can. Oh, go on then. Moralistic sermons. What if 
the prosecuting oh. lawyer is Gregory the Great, and oh, that no. man oh. has thoughts about morals oh, and no. celibacy. Celibacy <laughs> and tax avoidance. Yeah, he was all about take the money for the poor, so he would have lots to say. Yeah. And uh, Diddy Jill's speech is due at 1pm, so he doesn't care whether this person's innocent or guilty or not. Another detail I'm going to add is, unfortunately, you have all cursed all three of you to be on jury duty. Oh, no. Because now oh. that's a very easy way to get the three of you together. Oh. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> Fabian! <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's start. Now, I might just be a simple country pope, but I need to talk to you all about hellfire for a moment. And what awaits those who, yes, do evade their taxes, but most importantly, do not partake in the important act known as celibacy. Now, some of you might be saying celibacy is, in fact, not an action. It is the inaction of doing something that, uh, for the sake of everyone in the courtroom today, I will not go into the salacious details of. And I understand this, but... Did he Jules calls objection? <laughs> Everyone looks at you, <laughs> including the lawyer, and the judge is just like, "Sir, you're uh, you're part of the jury." Yes, but I really don't think you understand how important this speech is. I have to do later, <laughs> so could we just speed things up here? <laughs> I, I, if we could be out of here by one, well, half twelve, um, that would be great. I mean, seriously, does anyone actually care whether this person's innocent or guilty or not? Right, put up your hands, rest of the jury, put up your hands. Do you care? I do not care. All I care about is being outside this building so I can try and fly once more. Meanwhile, Formosa has not been paying attention again. She's been trying to write poetry <laughs> and it is not going well. Steve, Steve, the person behind <laughs> just points down and says, oh, is the guy's name Steve? I thought it was Lyndon. I can't believe you would say that name to me right now. I need you to like take some space, like back off. I'm just having a moment. Oh, okay. Um, and then they start whispering <laughs> to the person next to them. So is the person's name Steve? And there's just a lot of a lot of confusion and chaos going on. And the judge knocks on the on the gavel and just looks at you. And for the sake of fun, I want you to roll persuade somebody. <laughs> Normally, would I let you do this? No, but it's fun to roll. So what will happen is Rob will roll. He's going to roll using a stat that is related to how he was trying to convince the judge. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say heart applies the most because the only way this judge will agree with you is by taking pity on you <laughs> and finding the goodness in his heart to say, all right, sure, whatever. Well, fortunately, I have a silver tongue and my heart is plus two. So, uh, well, well, <laughs> and my role is. Nine plus two, eleven. Oh. The judge just says, you know what? Sure, sustained, all right? Please, Gregory, move on to the tax evasion part of this. Well, I say hell, hellfire on me for ignoring this. Yes, I understand that. Gregory, could we just, um, again, move on? To the actual case. And so, yeah, then the case starts moving on and the other lawyer goes up doing a bang up job. Let's make this uh, Adams. Sure. Adams <laughs> was a good lawyer. Yeah. 
John Adams is up there. He is doing a very good job being a lawyer, despite the fact that no one particularly likes him. (laughs) But is he quick? That's the most important thing. He's quick, he's good, but he's not notable. It's not the kind of thing that I think our listeners or, you know, children should learn about. Not historically important. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so so he he moves on. Uh, do you want to do anything while this uh, case is happening? I'll, I'll just say that Fabian, because he has a plague mask and you can't see his face, he might look attentive. But in reality, he has those stuff and it's actually falling asleep because he has had really bad nights lately <laughs> since his birds have been really noisy. So no one's paying attention. No, no. Uh, Diddy Jules is writing out his uh, new ideas for Bing collections. Okay, so the, the thing goes on. I want everyone to roll me a single six-sided dice. One to three is guilty. Four to six is it not guilty. Guilty. Not guilty. Sorry, I, I, I got excited by rolling my dice. I got a six. Is that guilty or not guilty? <laughs> All right. So uh, through random chance, uh, you, he gets voted not guilty because none of you were paying attention. So <laughs> Formosa had gotten everyone so confused. That's actually what happened is that some of them did write guilty, but for some guy named Steve. Oh, he's guilty. <laughs> If there was one thing I picked up through the whisperings of the jury during the trial, it's that Steve is a d- <laughs> and yeah. very guilty. Unfortunately, the the defendant was in fact named Lyndon, so he was set free. <laughs> yeah, and so you all you all get outside of the courtroom, and as you do, something strange happens. So while you were working, you had a couple of guys. You know, you didn't pay a whole lot of attention, right? And there was this one guy who was so forgettable. Forgettable face, forgettable name, completely unremarkable, a bit bumbling. But like, no need to remember who he is. However, you all get a weird sense of deja vu because as you and the rest of the jury walk out, you could swear you see that man walking into the courtroom, even though he was supposedly walking out of the courtroom with you. Hmm, did you see that? See what? That man. Wasn't he with us? He just went back into the building. Ooh, ooh. I've heard tale of these things. They're called twins. <laughs> There's always a good one and an evil one, so you got to watch out. Anyway, I've got a speech to do, so it was lovely meeting you all, um, but yeah. Don't you want to know if that's the good or the evil twin? It'll sort itself out. It's fine. I've got a speech. <laughs> all I could see is that that person was walking, which is... A tragedy, as all we all should be flying by now. And once I have my invention perfected, that will happen. So if you excuse me, I have more important things to do. And that's when all of you see the man again. But this time, he's further down the street. And he seems to be walking towards, let's say, the fairgrounds. You're going to do a speech at, like, the little town fair. Yeah. Uh, and you can see the same man... <laughs> Walking towards the town fair. Diddy Jules just mutters the word triplets to himself with a, <laughs> with a disgusted tone. <laughs> what do you have against triplets, Diddy Jules? I mean, Diddy Jules just doesn't like the idea of people looking the same as each other. It just freaks him out. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. If you're so rude about people that look the same, I think you've just lost yourself three votes. <gasps> Diddy Jules. Four, if you are not careful. Diddy Jules has a massive reevaluation of everything he's ever believed and suddenly decides that 
this is now <laughs> the hill he will die on defending the rights of twins, triplets, and everything going up to quintuplets. What about the sex tablets? <laughs> only up to quintuplets. When I meet some, I'll, I'll decide. I'll reevaluate them. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I turn to Formosa and go, yes, you're right. This is definitely something that is interesting. I think it's a vote winner. What's your problem? Well, maybe we should follow up with that guy. Introduce ourselves. You know, maybe, maybe he'll come to your speech. Yes, excellent idea, fantastic. I stride purposefully. It's like like a power walk. Oh yeah, it's a, you know how you get people doing a power stand with their like hands on their hips and their legs quite far apart. <laughs> it's that in walk form, which horrifying, which is horrifying, absolutely terrifying. It's almost like a weird glide. Uh, but uh, Diddy Jules has heard <laughs> that this gives off a sense of assurance and power, so that's 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 what he's doing. I'm a zombie and I shamble and I'm still put off by it. <laughs> I slowly walk behind both in a kind of, it looks really creepy and menacing because again, the big mess, but it's just how he walks. Yes. Hello, good sir. Oh, I assume I can count on your vote and your brothers. What? Your brothers, your two brothers, four, four brothers, maybe five. I've not decided yet. <laughs> B- brothers? Uh, uh, I'm going to the fair. Excellent, wonderful. Uh, I, I will see you there. I'm giving a speech, don't you know? It's uh, future, future emperor slash president. Oh, you want to go see Lucius Severus too? Get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> he happily walks away. Diddy Jules has another, <laughs> in rapid succession, <laughs> massive evaluation of everything he's ever believed in, and now decides that quintuplets are awful. Still deciding on the twins and triplets, but they're on thin ice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you all go to uh, the fair. It's a fanciful fair. It's actually you and the neighboring towns have uh, put it together this uh, year, so this is actually, and it's the first time, it's the first year. So this is the year of four towns fair. And there's, yeah, this big, uh, big speech area for people who want to be president emperor of this uh, little neighborhood. What's a mayor? Never heard of one. Uh, so <laughs> I, I don't know. I quite like the idea that there is a mayor. It's just Diddy Jules wants to call it president emperor. <laughs> there's that place for speeches. Plenty of places for you to jump off, Fabian, if you want to try the fly. And then... Uh, Formosa, a couple of times you think you see Steve. <laughs> a couple of times. And then you just realize, no, it's just a guy that has like his beard, you know, general body shape, same terrible cologne. And so you're just getting deja vu all over. I will also say you specifically keep getting deja vu of that one guy, though. You keep thinking you see that guy over and over again. This is really, really stressing me out. I need a distraction. So I guess I'm going to go up and try to talk to one of these guys since Diddy Jules didn't really get much information out of them. So I I keep seeing Steve and I just need to focus on something else. Okay, perfect. Uh, And then Diddy Jules, I think you're giving your speech, right? Yes. Yeah. And then, uh... So, Fabian, I want to ask if there's a Ferris wheel, because if it oh, is... Oh, <laughs> there, there are four Ferris wheels. Perfect. All, like, locked together, like, you know, the Power Rangers, I think. There was, like, a super mech with all of them together. I don't know. Wow. The point is, <laughs> it's four Ferris wheels in a big Ferris wheel. 
the point is he will get into the tallest one and when he's at the very top he'll just look at the sky and shed a single tear as he's on top of the very wheel so close and yet so far <laughs> and is that all you do you just get up there to have a tender moment yes he needs a moment he does this every time there's a ferris wheel available so he remembers what he fights for so you go up the ferris wheel you're standing on top of it right or yes inside? correct on top of the car you know what i'll just let you do that i'll just you know no roll i'll just let that happen uh you kill out you have a tender moment with the tear and then it lasts all of five seconds because the Ferris wheel starts going down again. <laughs> it always lasts so fast. But one day we will be together for longer, my friend, and point at the sky as it slowly goes down. Uh, meanwhile, I want to I wanna spend some time with Diddy Jewels. So Diddy Jewels will say that there is like a stand for you to do your speeches and then there is a tent where people can get ready. Okay, so I'm... Uh pacing up and down the tent, crossing out lines on a piece of parchment that say things like, bow down before me, and it's like, is that the right tone to open with? I don't know. It's the right tone to open with, if you have the confidence to back it up. Like where someone would be if they were going to strangle you, (laughs) just leaning over your shoulder is uh, Lucius Severus. Oh, hi. Hello there. I suppose you've come to watch my speech. I've come to give my own speech and potentially watch yours. Mm. It is so fun, after all, to watch the squiggling, worming, horrible, torturous death of others. (laughs) Diddy Jules just looks slightly confused for a moment trying, racking his brain for, like, a really witty response. And eventually just says, your mom, <laughs> and then turns around. <laughs> your mother. <laughs> you keep my mother out of this. She seems upset. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kitty Jules gives himself a little fist pump for a job well done. You know, you still have a chance. I'd be happy to split the emperor presidentship with you you can get the president part and i'll get the emperor part oh you you'd like that wouldn't you i would yeah because i cannot help but be kind and offer mercy to a foe that would otherwise be trampled underfoot diddy jules pauses again for a bit your gran <laughs> And then just turns around. Oh, all right. Yeah, you go on stage. She is fuming. Like a list of... She has gone from, I will kill this man politically, to maybe cut the politically. (laughs) Yeah, so you two go out there for your your presentation. And we're going to go back to you, Formosa. And you wanted to go talk to a guy, right? Yeah, one of these these men I think I keep seeing. He turns around, ice cream like kind of spilling over, and he's like, hey! Hey, are you enjoying the fair? Yeah! What are you up to? Ice cream! Ice cream is good. I love ice cream, yeah. Have you been here long? Uh, I think I've been here pretty much my entire life. At the fair? Uh, yeah, feels like it. Oh, that's... I feel like you've been here the, the for your entire life. You know the fair just started today, right? Yeah. This is the inaugural fair. Yeah? So you've been here since it started? Yeah. Are you having heat stroke? <laughs> no, I have ice cream. 
Hey, do you um, happen to have brothers? He thinks, I don't think so. You don't think so? What's your name? Oh, right. Oh, that was very rude of me. And he, like, puts the ice cream in another hand. And he kind of, like, drops it a little bit sloppily. And he extends a, uh, just a sugar, you know, ice cream covered hand to you and says, My name's Jeff. Ah, nice to meet you, Jeff. I'm dead. I, like, I don't have any problem shaking his hand. I have dead skin. (laughs) So, it's fine. It's nice to meet you, Jeff. What are you going to do next after your ice cream? Well... I think I'm going to vote for Lucius Severus. Mm, are you? Why is that? I don't know. Oh, okay. C- maybe you should go and, and listen to my neighbor speak, because Diddy Jules is about to speak, and he's a pretty nice guy. Like, I, li- you know. Fury. Fury goes over his face like you activated a kill switch, like you said the code phrase for a sleeper agent. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't you ever say that name to me again. What? I understand that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes off to see the speeches. Fair. Um, I'm gonna process that for a moment, but I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch my neighbor speak as well. I guess. And that is why you must vote for me, because I will hold you up in the sky like that sad man on top of the Ferris. <laughs> And if you don't vote for me, you may find just how far of a fall from the metaphorical Ferris wheel I can make life for you. Yes, Fabian, in fact, has done several turns in the Ferris wheel. But when that pointing at that man in the Ferris wheel, if anybody looked closely, you would see that Fabian is, is getting ready to try for, for good this time to activate his latest invention, which is just a pair of wings with little rockets attached to the back. <laughs> and he's going to get ready to jump from the ferry's wheel. Are you going to do it? Are you, do, you, do you build it up the courage? I, yes. It's, it's, it's the right time, you know? Are you using your invent skill for this? I am using my invent skill. So tell me about your invent skill. So uh, once per adventure, I can create an item for myself or another character. It does an act that is otherwise unavailable, such as fly through the sky like a wonderful eagle. And I have to roll plus books to determine how well it works. So depending on how well I roll, it means whether or not this invention will actually work. Okay, perfect. So, all right. uh, Yeah, good job there, Lucy. And uh, all right. So uh, uh, we got Diddy Jules over here. Diddy Jules, uh, talk about how you'll improve the neighborhood and not threaten everyone else. <laughs> so Diddy Jules walks out, does a big bow straight away, and then puts his hands up to stop the riotous applause that in his mind is happening. You hear a lot of identical voices go, boo! Okay, there's a, there's a flicker, just a tiny flicker of self-doubt in uh, Diddy Jules' eyes, but not much. And uh, he he calls out, uh, ladies, gentlemen, anyone watching who loves this neighborhood, I am speaking to you. And I am saying that we need an end to this divisive politics, this smear campaign that Lucius is using to sully my name and threaten everyone. It's not a threat, it's a promise. (laughs) Diddy Jules just winces slightly and then carries on. 
I have proof that I am a better politician, and that's because I have photos of Lucius killing puppies. Yes. She gets genuinely a little nervous, <laughs> like, I did do that thing. <laughs> she doesn't say it, but she's definitely thinking it. <laughs> and uh, here is another photo. Is, there's a PowerPoint on in the background at this point. <laughs> okay, so are they real images or are they doctored ones? Oh, they are very, very badly photoshopped images. Here is an image of her helping an old granny across the road and then tripping her up halfway across. This one is her, her tying the seventh person to the railway track so she could physically reenact the trolley problem. All in all, I think you can all agree, if you're looking for someone who can fill in those potholes and collect your bins, you don't want this evil, horrendous woman in charge. Trust in Diddy Jules. Trust your judgment. Take a GM intrusion. So what this means is this means you get an AP, but I get to do a hard move. This makes things hard for you. <laughs> okay. You start winning over a lot of the crowd, except for again. Well, no, you went over a lot of the crowd because those guys aren't there anymore. Uh, Jeff and whoever the guys who look like them just aren't there. Lucius looks over to you and says, well, well. Good job there, Diddy. Now, do you happen to have a slide of the time you ruined the first annual Four Towns Fair by destroying the Ferris wheel? Diddy Jules visibly breaks into a cold sweat. And you look down and you hear this beep, 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 beep. And the thing you had been clicking for the PowerPoint <laughs> oh, no. finishes beeping. Oh, no! And as you're about to jump off, you finally got the courage up, Fabian. Oh, no. The Ferris wheel collapses no! from underneath you. Oh, no! And now you need to roll to see if your invention actually works. Okay. It was a nine. So your device is going to work until such point that you stop flying, at which point it will break. I will, won't be able to stop flying now. <laughs> the curse. The monkey's paw <laughs> curls again. I will say that when the fairy's wheel broke, there was a moment where like Fabian just was falling in slow motion as it was going down. And then the device just activated and he was able to just... <laughs> And we're like, I'm flying, I'm really doing it! Oh! <laughs> so like, Happiest moment of his life is chaos erupts <laughs> at the fair. Yes. I do want to note as well that you're fine, Diddy Jules. Like, you're not in the perimeter of, like, the Ferris wheel, because, again, she only decided to kill you literally <laughs> right before this started. She didn't have time to adjust it. That being said, Formosa... You're absolutely in the splash zone. Okay. Um, Since Fabian did not bother to save you, what well, are you... <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> he could try. He will approach Formosa, probably, like, semi-accidentally, just to show Formosa that he is in fact flying. So are you just going to crash into me before the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> roll. Okay. Uh, roll, roll me, Ari, take action to hit Formosa before the Ferris wheel dust. Uh, that's a seven. 
so... Okay, so you make it, but not quite in time. So I'm going to say you make it before the Ferris wheel, but something's got to give. Are we going to crash into the ground? No! Oh, no! Just hit me at full speed. Boom! (laughs) How about this? You fly down, you hit Formosa... And you just knock out her torso and like her arms and legs are just still there where you hit her. I'm sorry. I didn't think this would actually work. So I don't know how to navigate it. Warren got it. I'm dead. I'm in pieces. That's okay. So then should I roll like take action to put myself back together? Oh, no, it's under the Ferris wheel. Oh. You'll have we'll have to take some time to get back there. OK, <laughs> that's all right. So my my head and my torso are with Fabian, but my legs are under the Ferris wheel. You know what? Oh. Let's just have your head go with Fabian. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> the rest of you is under there somewhere. Gee, thanks. Now I can't feel that pain. I, I'm, I'm happy with this result. <laughs> Sorry, this is not what I intended. I'm going to try to circle back. And it's going to be like a really wide curve to try and circle back to where <laughs> the rest of the body was. Okay, okay, okay. So the two of you are trying to find the body under the rubble now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll circle back into a second. While that ends, how are you feeling, Diddy Jules? Diddy Jules went through a moment of shock, but then quickly scrolled the uh, phrase, your Ferris wheel safety candidate on a t-shirt, and is now putting it on, realizing this could be a vote winner. <laughs> you get booed for that. Uh, I, I will say, because this is a comedic thing, no one was like killed in the Ferris wheel. Only my body. Yeah. Oh, specifically your body. It did the thing that it does in like comedically where like, you know, something falls, but you're right in the hole <laughs> of it. That's where everyone was. <laughs> And they see your shirt and immediately start booing you. <laughs> no, I'm for safety. I'm for the Ferris wheel safety. There needs to be more safety. You broke the wheel. But it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I point a lot at Lucius, or at least where Lucius was. I don't know if Lucius is still there. Yeah, she is there. And she says, a shame. They really seem to like you. Diddy Jules, again, pauses and thinks for a while leans in and whispers in Lucius's ear, your great gran. <laughs> I would snap if I wasn't just ahead. You'll just hear from the distance. <laughs> uh, roll me take action. Roll me fierce. Uh, sorry, what about rolling? <laughs> take action. So that's going to be fierce. Uh, because when we say things like fierce books, look, these are specific stats that show how our characters view the world. Yeah, let me, uh, so Fist is minus one, so, uh, seven minus one, six. She punches you right in the face. Oh. <laughs> like, real hard, you get a bloody nose, and everyone applauds her, and then she walks off. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm doing well. <laughs> At least you have your body. <laughs> Formosa and, uh, Fabian, you're gonna look for the body. Yes. Who wants to do the role to look for the body? Could it be Formosa? Like, I can just hold the head on the bottom so that sure. you can have a better look. Okay, so we have a we have a move called uh, Understand, which is what we use when we have a question. And your question, I assume, is where is my body? <laughs> yes. Uh, so you'll do that, and then you'll get a plus one because Ari is helping you. What stat is that? Uh, that is books. Okay, so I am... 
uh, the weird and I have roll with weird. At any point, you could roll a basic move using the stat weird plus three. Okay, and so you'll get plus four because plus three for weird and then plus one from Ari helping you. Oh, I needed it because I rolled three. So that's a seven. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Barely, barely a mixed success. So your question, I'm assuming, is where is my body, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, Maybe there's a part missing. Like we can find all of it except for my... Right foot. Sure. Yeah. Let's go with that. You everything except for your right foot. No one knows where that right foot went. In fact, you somehow find a different foot. You now have two left feet. <laughs> oh my god! I love it. And I can I can somehow stick it on there or yeah 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 you just you can get it on there. It's gonna be a w- bit weird to move, but you know I shamble anyways. I'm here for this. Yeah. The foot's slowly turning green. It'll look like everything else after a few moments. Listen, all I said is that nobody died. I didn't say anything else. Uh, Yeah, and then after a while, everybody leaves, leaving you three in the ruined rubbles with uh, Fabian. I'm going to say that you can't stay still in the air. You always have to be moving a little bit while flying. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. So, like, somehow Formosa assembled herself while Fabian was carrying her until she had enough. And then she just like had to weirdly sprint <laughs> with her two left feet. And he, as he was like, I'm sorry, I don't know how to stop this. I didn't actually put a stop button. I like what Bree did with her hand. You just stuck <laughs> the head on and then corkscrewed around. Beautiful. All right. And yeah, it is the three of you left in the rubble of the first inaugural year of Four Towns Fair. I don't think this went well. What do you mean? I think it went fantastic. He's just playing. I know, you're, you're, you're very happy, Fabian. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming you're screaming this as you oh, yeah. zoom by. Yeah, what do you mean? Kind of, I think it was a Yes. What do you mean? It was a really good idea. Yes. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. Yes. Diddy Jules, what happened up there? Diddy Jules is just like dabbing his nose with a handkerchief covered in blood. Oh, no. It's like. I think I might have won a couple of votes. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to cut to a little bit before election day. Roll me convince somebody and roll me slick, did he, Jules? Uh, Slick, remind me. Uh, Yeah, plus one for slick. That's a ten. Okay, so you have actually gotten back most of the votes you lost in the disaster. (laughs) On a platform of... of Paris wheel safety? <laughs> yes. If you were to look in the press and things, it's because I've been talking a lot about Ferris wheel safety after the disaster, but it's mostly bribery. It's pretty much all bribery. And it's it, it was working really well, but every time there's a poll, there seem to be more people in the poll, and they seem to almost universally vote for Lucia Severus. So you are doing really well, but every time more and more people are polled, things start slipping out of your favor again. Uh, What have you two been up to in this time for Mosa and Fabian? So I've been doing a lot of (laughs) self-care. Do the poems now say Jeff in addition to Steve? Yes, and I've been taking a lot of long baths to relax my discombobulated body. Get some of the extra flakes off, shedding like a snake. Yeah, 
I, I tried to take some dance lessons to boost my confidence, but two left feet. You know how it goes. So, yeah. you know, I've just been really working on that eat brains love philosophy for better or worse. How about you, Fabian? Fa- Fa- Fabian. Flying forever. I mean, he has been trying to adapt his house and surroundings to a more flying adapted environment because he, again, never thought this would actually work. So and now that he cannot actually stop, he has to like figure out ways to like still be able to take a break without stop flying. Oh. Roll me keep your cool, which is what you do when you do something intense, but you're going to roll with disadvantage. This is fair. Where you roll three dice and you take the results of the bottom two. This is very fair. (laughs) Ten, even with disadvantage. Yeah, fine. Sure, your house looks immaculate. You have a beautiful roost. There's a big door so you can just fly in, grab your cup of coffee and go to work. Listen. Ever since he was a little kid, this was his top dream. He has been working towards this. He never actually thought it would work, but now that it did, he was prepared for the changes that this would bring. So he's just doing this now. This is his life. And uh, did you get any contract help for that or did you build it all yourself? Uh, Probably contract from the other Avars, which are really upset (laughs) now that... (laughs) Real jealous. (laughs) They're very jealous. They're very upset. He's trying to make a little nest on top of the tree above all of the Avars to like establish his dominance. Maybe a little pole. One day in the mail, you get a letter. All three of you. And it says, meet me in the parking lot of the Bunny Poof Mall at 3 p.m. No, that's too early. Uh, Let's do 8 p.m.? And that is, in fact, in the letter. I was going to say, is that in the letter? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And yeah, all three of you get it. Hey, I think I'm definitely going to go for the mystery. Need the distraction. See what's going on. Digitals is in the middle of um, getting maps of the neighborhood out, trying to count how many houses there are to try and figure out the population, because he thinks something's wrong with these poles. There's definitely something wrong with the poles. Uh, But the letter intrigues him, so... Fabian has realized that now he's a little bit empty now that he has completed the goal (laughs) that he thought was going to be his lifetime goal. So he needs some other goal now, and maybe this letter can provide it. So he's going to go, and he's going to go from 3 p.m. in case it was kind of a power move to say 3 p.m. So he's going to be there from that time. Well, might I say, uh, Fabian, you have a lovely day at the mall. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, the three of you, so you you end up going to the parking lot. Specifically, you go to, uh, there are a certain number of stories, you go to uh, 13. Just circling the flo- the 13th floor outside of the the parking lot. Diddy, I haven't seen you in a few days. How's your campaign going? Uh, pretty good. I definitely think I've got some more votes. I mean, people are happy when they see me. I'm definitely going to win this, but I've, it's just this nagging doubt. The polls, the polls seem wrong. There's a lot of people out there. Too many people. Uh, Diddy Jules turns and looks out the window and sees Fabian just whizzing by and goes, You there! What? How many houses can you see in the neighborhood? Mm, how many houses are there in the neighborhood, Kyle? <laughs> More than there were last week. <laughs> wow, construction must be really going on this week. There's so many houses. 
Why are you looking to move into one of them? There's one really pretty with a really nice yard. <laughs> Looks really way better than yours. <laughs> Dirty Jules by this point has just stopped listening uh, because he does that. <laughs> He's just <laughs> too busy thinking of the the total number on that pole that just came through because it, it just doesn't add up. And he's pacing the parking garage. And then Formosa, you are there as well? I am there, yes. I've been, I've been, I went a little early. Just wanted to kind of, I haven't been to this mall since I moved in. Walked around, had a look, avoided some shops that brought back some not so nice memories. <laughs> then came to the rooftop. So, you know. So uh, you're you're spending time there, and then you hear uh, <clears throat> over here. Oh Jesus! And in the corner, there is a figure. You can see nothing about him other than that he has a very large hat and other large features that I cannot describe for the sake of the children listening right now. <laughs> oh my God! What? Diddy Jules immediately puts on his power walk slash glide and uh, heads towards him with his arm stretched out for a handshake. Yeah, I'm going to let him lead the way. Pleased to meet you. Have you considered voting for me for president slash emperor slash short-time ruler? He shakes your hand and says, I have, and I'm here to help you win. But you're here to help. I'm here to help. You see, this election, it's got fraud written all over it. And I know fraud. Is he a friend of yours? Did he? An old friend. Older than you. Older than 35. (laughs) And uh, since you helped me in my trial, I thought it was only right that I help you out as well. Diddy Jules lets out a gasp and goes, Steve! What? (laughs) Or someone. I can't quite remember the details. It was a very boring case. Incredibly boring. <laughs> Spent the whole time talking about, like, you know, the tax evasion and not, like, the juicy details of, you know, the other part. So, anyways, here's what I'm saying. And uh, Lyndon B. Johnson <laughs> grabs a pitcher and he hands it to you. And it is a pitcher of someone you have no recollection of. Someone you don't recognize at all. Looks completely unremarkable and says, Bunnies aren't the only thing they're making in that store. And Formosa, you see on the paper, Jeff, uh, two Jeffs actually, you see on the paper, two Jeffs walking outside of the mall's build a bunny store. Oh, no. I don't believe it. This this can't be it. They're building Jeffs in the build a bunny store. What what, what what's a Jeff? This man, this man that I met. Look, there's two of them. Remember that guy? Oh, the twins. Weren't they triplets? Oh, the tr- what? Uh, I'm very confused. What's the problem? I I think if you want to get to the root of your problem, Diddy, we're gonna have to go to the build the bunny store. Oh no. I hate the Build the Bunny store. Me too. That's where Steve used to work. <laughs> so I don't have a problem with the Build the Bunny store, so I could go in, except I have another problem, which is I don't know if I would be able to fit in my current predicament. <laughs> He's just flying around the building. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> At this point, because Diddy Jules is just getting fed up with this, he jumps up as no! Fabian goes past and grabs a leg and pulls Fabian to the floor. Oh, and that is also in character. Do you want to let this happen or do we want to roll uh, competitive roles? 
uh, maybe competitive rolls. All right, each of you roll me, take action. Oh, dear. Four. <laughs> uh, six. <laughs> <laughs> so Ari wins, but I do want to remind you, Rob, that you have an ability called uh, Loaded oh, Dice. Oh, no, I totally do. I totally do. <laughs> I'm going to call up my Loaded Dice and say no. mixed success. No. So loaded dice means that Rob rolls something at the beginning of the session and he can use that to replace any roll at any time. So you originally miss, like you go to grab and you miss, but somehow you have rigged the scenario ahead of time so that you can bring bring him to the ground. Well, I'd, I'd argue that it's not so much planned in advance, but as I am someone who stumbles through success, it just works out. I jump up and uh, try to grab a leg because it's just very annoying having this person just buzz around all the time. Um, completely miss and fall flat on my face, uh, which <laughs> was very embarrassing. Uh, but Fabian turns and laughs at me. Yes. Uh, but stops watching where he's going. <laughs> Smacks right into the wall and then slides comically down into a slumped position. I love this. Like Icarus, except your son was just some politician. <laughs> I mean, in true in Traver fashion, just crashing into the wall. That is. <laughs> Fabian will just like need a moment as he all of his dreams are crashing down quite literally from this action. And he's gonna just take his mask and remove it. And underneath it, there's going to be another mask because he's now not worthy of the mask he was wearing, but he always has a replacement one. <laughs> there's like 10 different layers. Yeah. His face is incredibly sweaty underneath. It's un- unimaginably hot. Okay, well, this was the best, the best test. I will have to just keep trying tomorrow, but I will never forgive you, Davy Tools. I, I'm completely ignoring this and walking towards the bunny centre, uh, asking for Mosa as I dab the blood streaming from my nose yet again. You still got a blood hole, right, because you fell uh, on the ground. Yeah. Oh, it's the second one. <laughs> so, so, so tell me again why I should be concerned about them making Jeffs. I still don't see how this is a me problem. So first off, I am going to pat. Fabian on the shoulder before we start moving because we are both in a state of emotional verklempness and only he seems to understand my pain that I'm going through. <laughs> Diddy Jules is not being empathetic to the people around him. He's not. He's a politician. What do you expect? <laughs> exactly. It's very in character. He's got your votes, probably. So, like, why bother, you know? We are the flyover states, for sure. <laughs> uh, so, I think Diddy that these Jeffs are these new numbers in your polls. So I think if you go into that godforsaken factory, build a bunny, you may find what you're looking for that is skewing all your results. But I don't know if I can go with you. Diddy looks very confused for a while and then falls to his knees and shouts out, Lucius! (laughs) Damn you! And then jumps up and starts running towards the bunny factory, leaving <laughs> <laughs> leaving a very tearful Fabian and Famosa behind. <laughs> oh gosh, I think he's going to get himself killed if we don't follow. Isn't that for the best after what he has done <laughs> to both of us? <laughs> Just leave him to die. I'll let that happen. I won't stop you. But if you want to conquer your own fear of going to this bunny poo factory, 
I, I, I could go, but I would do it for you, Formosa. I wouldn't do it for that traitor, Diddy Jules. Oh, Fabian, I think you're my new best friend. And if you come with me, I may get some closure. So yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And he's <laughs> gonna do like a really awkward hug because he yeah. still has his failed invention. So it's like really <laughs> hard to do, but he will do his best. <laughs> you know what? I've decided it's funnier if it's open. So uh, you walk up and you see this really nice, polite teen, like, hi, welcome to Build-A-Bunny, where we're offering more than just bunnies. Would you like to build a bird? Would you like to build a ferret? We even now offer bears. (laughs) Diddy Jules runs past this teenager, smashing him to the floor, screams vote for me over his shoulder and runs into the shop. Yeah, it's yeah, it's you. This is a confused teen who was just ready, was already confused. Thought maybe you're buying something for your kid or something. Yeah, flat on the floor. Uh, you have other two of you walk up and you see uh, this just poor kid laying on his back, staring at the ceiling, just like contemplating his life choices. I mean, he's a teenager that works at the mall. This probably isn't the weirdest thing he's seen even today. No, honestly, just a good excuse to lay down. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you all are in the store. It has employees, stuffed animals, and children. Because it's a -a Build-A-Bear, but with bunnies. (laughs) You you start by grabbing your little, like, outside of the stuffed doll. Then you, like, fill it up with stuffing. You give it a heart. You know, you can buy extra if you want it to make a speak when you, like, you know, press the little button. You can get some cute clothes for it. It's just a Build-A-Bear, <laughs> but with buddies. <laughs> Two of you have not made a scene yet. One of you has. What do you do? They're like a, like a perceive. Like, is, is there any area in which it looks like something strange is going on? Is that an understand? Yeah, that would be an understand. Who wants to roll as the representative for the group to, to try to find it? I mean, I, I certainly feel like Diddy Jules is trying to understand what's going on because now this is very important to him. Although I will say behind the scenes uh, in his mind, no one notices this, but he does lock the idea of building lots of bunnies that say vote for Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> roll me your book stat. Books. Oh, that's not a good one. <laughs> Oh, it's four. Oh, no. <laughs> you, the, the two of you walk in and you hear children start to scream. As you know, like the stuffing machine that's like filled with stuffing. Yeah. Diddy Jules has pried it open and is trying to like force himself <laughs> oh, no. in. Oh, no. Oh, that's so horrifying. Uh, yeah, the uh, I'm going to tell you, security will be called very soon. <laughs> you know what? Why the not the security is the Franks. <laughs> Just a bunch of hot dogs. Just a bunch of oh, hot dogs. Oh, no, not the Franks. And uh, Diddy Jules, your misunderstanding, because that's what you get with a failed role, is that you do, in fact, uh, you're certain this is the way to the Jeff Creation Center. So he's creating quite a distraction. Could we maybe, like, see about <laughs> oh my God. sneaking into a back room? <laughs> is there a, a, a staff area? <laughs> Yeah, there is a clear staff area, like just a door. Do not enter. Staff only. And you're going to have to roll me a sneak, which is slick. Okay. And you're going to roll with advantage because, as you pointed out, Diddy Jules is leaving a distraction for you. Okay. Can I 
spend an AP to get like... Yeah, yeah, you give advantage as well. So you roll with double advantage, which means you roll four dice, take the top two. Uh, Ari, how are you? We already know how Diddy Jewels is masterfully like an expert setting up a clear distraction for a strike team to get in. What are you doing to help as well? I, I just want him to stand in front of Formosa with his broken wings spread <laughs> wide to kind of block anything going behind him. Which is so great because I move very slowly with my two left feet. So oh, I need the extra time. That's true. So I rolled a five, a five, a five, and a two. So 10 minus one for my slick. Okay, okay. You sneak mostly. One of the following three can happen. You don't get seen, but you put those around you on high alert. You leave behind some sort of evidence that you broke in. <laughs> your left foot. Or someone other than who you're trying to dodge is aware of your stealth. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to go with the second one and leave behind one of my left foot. <laughs> <laughs> you go in and the door shuts behind you, but there's just a little squeak, squeak. I don't know why it sounds like a squeaky toy. <laughs> uh, but like a, like a something to keep a door open, it kind of gets stuck on one of your feet. Yeah. You don't notice. Your foot is just leaving the staff room door ajar. I'm okay with that. If it's all right uh, with you, Rob, I'm going to keep going with these two for a little bit as Diddy Jules is just continuing to search. <laughs> just, just ripping bunnies apart. <laughs> I, I just love the image of it happening at the same time. So while Diddy Jules is just like, ripping things, just <laughs> Formosa is calmly walking towards the, the staff room. All right. So yeah, you two are in the staff room. You see a series of names, just a bunch of employees, like the kid named Jerry is up there. And then, you know, there is an office that has a little placard that says Steve on it. Oh, no, no, that can't, that can't be. Fabian, I need you. Mm, yeah, Fabian will try to smash the, the plaque. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like maybe you could go inside and, and check. Yeah, you know but... what? I'm just going to let you do it. It is smashed. It is broken. Oh, that makes me feel a little bit better, actually. But we need, I think we need to get into that office. Ugh. That's, that's true. Mm, I want to see what else. I can I can see to try and see what is there. Uh, so what are you trying to find specifically? Some evidence about what, uh, like the existence of this bunny bunny man, some like blueprints or something of the sort. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you go in. You look around. Roll me understand. Okay. I know it's been a lot of understand, but you've been doing a lot of uh, investigating. Six. Uh, Formosa, tell me how your ex embarrassed you. Okay, so it's gonna be hard for me, but Steve and I, we were like in a really great place. Everything was going super well, but you know, I'm a zombie and, and sometimes I'm dead. <laughs> Only sometimes. Sometimes, you know, like you just gotta shut off for a bit and live your best dead life. You know, that's a very private experience for me. And at one point when I was dead, apparently Steve took pictures. And then he sent it to all of his friends. And then they sent it all over. And before long, the entire other had seen me dead. And I was just so mortified, like mortified. So we had to end it. It was so hurtful and so invasive. And I'm still so angry about it. Dragging my dead body all over the place. like <laughs> Fabian. Yes. You're holding flyers with those pictures on them. Oh, no. And they say, this is the kind of company 
that Diddy Jules keeps. Oh, wow. <laughs> Vote for Lucius Severus. My poor dead heart. I'm going to try to look for a paper shredder to paper shred these flyers. Yeah, you you uh, you find one. Okay, I'm just gonna like slowly put them in. and ask- It's broken. Oh, it's broken. Oh, no. How did they even get this photo? At this point, can we cut for just five seconds? Yeah. Back to Diddy, who now has a bunny rabbit by the throat up against the wall, screaming, tell me what you know, tell me what you know. Yeah, and we're actually, we're, we're going to stay there for a second. As you're screaming, you're going to hear, uh, excuse me, sir. And you see three flopping hot dog with like small security uniforms saying, Step away from the body! <laughs> Diddy Jules immediately drops the body, does the power stance glide, shakes hands. Hello! Diddy Jules, vote for me. Hello, what seems to be the problem here? Why, a great many things, dear Diddy. And from between the Franks, you see uh, Lucius Severus walk by. So you've gone from terrorizing fairs to bothering children, it seems. <laughs> Diddy's eyes starts to twitch. I'm not surprised to see you here, Lucius. Well, I like bunnies, what can I say? (laughs) So cute and adorable, and they make such a delicious stew. You eat bunnies? It's nutritious, effective, efficient. (laughs) Uh, Diddy looks confused. (laughs) Again leans in and just goes, you're great. Great grand. Hang on, which one had I got to? <laughs> I'm not sure, honestly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was your great great grand. Yeah, okay. Leans in and goes, Your great great grand. And then turns around and runs full pout towards the door that says staff room. <laughs> Don't trip over my foot. Roll me take action. Okay, that is a six and a three, so a nine. Okay, okay, so yeah, you make it, but you're not quite fast enough. So what we'll say is you actually trip over the foot. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, nice. The foot slides out of the door, uh, and you slide in. I, I come to a, a, a rest gently, well, less gently, more of a smack with my face on the floor again, and then stand up, whip a handkerchief out, and start wiping the blood off my face once more. <laughs> And just go, oh, fantastic, you two are here. Right, um, so, how goes it? Well, <laughs> Formosus is in the middle of, like, full breakdown emotions. But she's getting mad, because I also, with my descriptor, the was killed but lived, I get, like, a comeback move. Oh. My being killed gives me experience, and whenever you do an action or have an experience related to your defeat, gain one AP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, instead of giving you an AP, I'm actually going to let you auto-succeed a roll of your choice. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Um, Do I have to do it right now or can I hang on to that? Well, I'll let you hang on to it. Okay. It's not the rules as written, but it's one of those like, uh, why not? You know? (laughs) Okay. I'm going to hang on to that because I'm in the process of getting mad and I'm going to show Diddy Jules one of these pictures of dead me and be like, look at this! <laughs> this is what's going on! Diddy Jules looks over his shop because uh, I, I'm at the moment trying to push a sofa in front of the door so uh, no one can follow us in there. That's something we definitely didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> 
and look over the shoulder and just look at that. This is the kind of company that Diddy Jules keeps. It's like, oh dear. Well, that's damaging, isn't it? For who? <laughs> Diddy Jules just turns back around and starts piling things on the sofa. Oh my God. Oh, Diddy Jules is going to lose some votes. <laughs> Okay, so recording-wise, we're an hour and 44 minutes in, and uh, we, we need to get to some sort of closure. So this is my way as Kyle of saying, hi, everyone. Let's kick it in the high gear. <laughs> you pull over one of the lockers, the one that says Jeff on it, and behind it, you see... We're going to just say you see a cloning machine. Sure, yeah, there is a cloning machine behind you. But as you see that the door starts rattling, that you hear like rattling, knocking. Oh, get out of there! Someone call the manager! Tanks, elephants, somehow things have escalated to like 10 out of 10 out of nowhere. This is where we are. <laughs> You're locked in a room, an army's outside. You see the cloning tank. Steve will wait on Steve. Oh, <laughs> oh Steve's gonna get it. So I, I finished piling up stuff against the door, uh, turned around and noticed that the stuff I, I've been piling up has revealed this uh, cloning vat. Oh, yes. And uh, it's like, ah, a cloning vat. Because obviously Diddy Jules knows about cloning vats. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's experimented himself. And then turns to Formosa and is like, so what, do we destroy these? The cloning machine? I mean, you could, now that you know what's going on, or you could expose her. <gasps> or is there any way of getting the Jeffs to vote for me? <laughs> yeah, you see a switch on the side that says voting for, and one says Severus, <laughs> and then beneath it, a switch says Diddy Jewels. Who would build that? Does <laughs> you say Severus and not Severus? Oh, oh, that is a monkey's paw waiting to happen. <laughs> Excited for the write-in ballot to come in. <laughs> this is Lyndon B. Johnson's plan all along. Well, Diddy Jules sees this lever and the camera just keeps flashing between the lever and Diddy Jules' face. <laughs> and just keeps getting closer to his eyes each time. And then eventually... I don't know, I feel like for more comic effects, someone else should pull the lever. But do we want to pull the lever for you? Yeah, are either of them <laughs> going to pull the lever for you? Like... <laughs> Fine. You didn't even console your dead friend. <laughs> I can imagine Diddy Jules being like, you know, it would look better for me if I was the one not to pull the lever. <laughs> because Diddy Jules doesn't want to feel like he, he's uh, winning through cheating. So he just suddenly shouts, look over there, it's Steve. And points at the uh, the wall uh, in the opposite direction. And uh, hopefully that makes the other two turn around. And Diddy then pulls the lever. Does it make you two turn around? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't help myself. Okay, perfect. Lover has been switched. I love how he doesn't want to feel like he's cheating, but has been bribing everyone forever. <laughs> that's not cheating. That's politics. Yeah. Lincoln did it, you know? And if Lincoln did it, everybody can. There you go. All right. Anyways, you have flipped the switch. Congrats. You may win the election if you can survive. Oh. Uh, because you hear like a barraging... You hear like chanting, you hear a tank, you hear like a of like elephants. And from outside, uh, a voice says, give it up, Diddy Jules. You're surrounded. Diddy Jules steps towards the door and starts to move the sofa back out the way Ooh. so the door can open. What? 
surrendering us, Diddy Jules? Did you even consult us in this process? I have a history with the with the Franks out there. I can't have them come in. <laughs> he then opens the door, but in such a way that he's behind the door, revealing Formosa and Fabian. Whoa! Oh! And, uh, I don't know. Can I use Go Big or Go Home here? Uh, to tell me what Go Big or Go Home does. So, uh, it's either a critical <laughs> fail or a critical success. Yeah. Oh. Roll me, roll me a sneak. A uh, sneak. And a critical success or critical failure. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's a critical fail. Oh. Uh, a natural one. It's two ones. <laughs> the rest of you see as Diddy Jules pulls on the handle. It's like slow motion. He looks back at you. You can see the malevolent plan in his eyes. <laughs> He pulls on the door. And Diddy Jules, how do you react as the door, having been like damaged so much, just falls off his hinges? So Diddy Jules surveys the scene. I mean, I'm guessing there's what, 20 tanks, 50 elephants? Yeah. At least a thousand hot dogs. Yeah. Uh, helicopters in the air. And uh, he raises both of his hands and screams, Vote for me! The vote for me scream is cut off mid-sentence <laughs> as Diddy Jules gets crushed under an elephant's <laughs> foot. <laughs> Diddy Jules is... Yeah, let's get the nun in here. Diddy Jules is f***ing dead. <laughs> well, that was easy as simple as squashing a bug under one's shoe. Lucius says from on top of the elephant... And the Franks are like, And the scandalous zombie woman! What should we do with them, ma'am? And Lucy looks down at you and says, I honestly could care less. I, I don't care. Does anyone here care? Well, uh, I mean, if nobody cares, I care. And walking out from the crowd, you see a small man with a little bunny poof on his head and a name tag that says Steve. Oh, no. Ah! <laughs> well, hello there, Formosa. Steve? You know, I had enough pictures already. You didn't need to any motions to some cameramen to take pictures of, like, you all in this embarrassing moment. You didn't need to give me an excuse to take more. Can I... Use my auto success. Punch him in the face! <laughs> what is your goal with the punching him in his face? <laughs> um, punching him in the face is the goal. <laughs> Ow! My nose is bleeding! This is the most painful thing anyone has been through today! On the ground, just the comically flattened out <laughs> body of Diddy Jules, still with a nosebleed there, too. <laughs> you know what, Steve? You're not worth it. I deserve better. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, they're still going to jail, though, right? And he points to all the Franks, and the Franks are like, yeah, No, I don't think so. She didn't care, so you can just go about your business. Leave me alone. I mean, she didn't, but she's not like Emperor Mariette. Neither are you, Steve. You never had enough ambition. At least I'm alive all the time. Oh. <laughs> That's working really well for you, isn't it? Build a bunny. I will have you know that these bunnies make an important, impactful, yeah, like, impact yeah, yeah, 
on these children's lives. You're just walking past them. Yeah. We're just going to shuffle right out with my lack of foot. Yeah, he winces. He's like, get, get, uh, uh, and you get close to him and he just winces and afraid of being punched. Good. Let him be afraid. Uh, what do you do, Fabian? I mean, he's just like fully on supporting Formosa on this on this exchange and doing like, yeah, oh, I mean, kind of like the crowd behind all of her <laughs> sayings. Yeah, Fabian's my new best buddy friend. <laughs> and the two of you walk off arm in arm in the distance. But I like it to be kind of like awkwardly because Fabian hasn't figured out how to take his invention off. Even though, like... Formosa has one foot right yeah, now. Yeah, so it's very awkward for both of us to be hugging yeah. with this. The Eat Brains Love journey was friendship all along. <laughs> Your poems now say Fabian. <laughs> and as everyone leaves and goes about their lives, you know, someone comes in with, like, a big spatula. Not a, not a shovel, a spatula to just kind of get Diddy Jewels from off of the floor <laughs> of the room. The room of the Jaffs bubbles at night, and we can see that the light is still on, not Severus. And from the shadows... Lyndon B. Johnson looks at the electoral list for President Emperor, which has yours, his, and Severus's name listed. And he just crosses out yours with a smile. Oh. Well, I know I'm dead and everything, but at this point, can I uh, pull in It's a Long Con? Oh my god. <laughs> Describe it's, It Was a Long Con. Once per adventure, you can immediately follow up a failure or make success with a full success, explaining the failure was all part of the plan. Okay, so it's important to note, this does not undo what happens. You are dead. <laughs> you have been crushed under an elephant foot. Yeah. How is this all part of the plan? <laughs> because now that I'm dead, I become a ghost, and I become the ghost in the machine, in all the voting machines, <laughs> rigging the election. For your ghost self in the machine? For my for my ghost self, yes. So, I mean, I might be dead, but I will uh, posthumously be elected Empress slash President regardless. And that's all I want. And that, my children, is the story of how <laughs> Diddy Jules became President Emperor. <laughs> and that's under the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you for playing on this disastrous adventure with us today as we made Diddy Jewels President Emperor something that will almost certainly never backfire for him. Because <laughs> he's already dead. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He can't be can't he can't be killed again. So yeah. nice. No, gonna be perfect. I mean, you'll have to figure out how to run things as the ghost in the machine. <laughs> like, are they just going to have an iPad they cart around? Are you going to be, like, clippy for the rest of your days? I love this so much. Yeah, no, I think being clippy is, is the way forward. That's what it becomes. <laughs> oh, great. Well, thank you very much for coming on and uh, uh, and playing this game uh, with me. And thank you, Bree, for being Jamie for a while. Anytime. It's fantastic. And Ari, thank you very much for coming along and joining in as well. It's been lots of fun. If you enjoyed listening to this, uh, go and listen to Quest Friends uh, because they're amazing. And every episode is as fun as this. Our current season takes place in a world where the realms of the living and the dead are only a plane ride away. So if you enjoy how 
accidentally ghostly this one shot got. <laughs> Imagine just how ghostly it will get when we're trying to make it like that. <laughs> Beautiful segue. Beautiful. Massively done. Additionally, if you'd like to play the game, this is a game that you can play and buy, and you can tell your own adventures in a cartoon world of your imagination or the world of the Owl House in Gravity Falls, or you could tell an adventure in our world. Look at how would the world go after Diddy Jules became the President Emperor Ghost in the Machine. <laughs> if that's a story you want to tell on your own, this game is a great way to say it. Tell it. Amazing. Great. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening, for those of you listening, and a huge thank you to you three for coming along and doing this. It's been great fun. Okay. Uh, all needs to be said then is goodbye. 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 Bye. I don't know what that was. Oh, I've got to do it in my Jamie voice. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I introduce you as a stand-in for Jamie, or should we just go with the flow and say that... You stood in for Fry at my intelligent speech talk, yeah. so I think that that's perfect. Under, under, under one condition, and that is if Bree does the deep, Welcome to Totalis Radio <laughs> this week under the neighborhood. But you just did it so well. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, well, you know, I, uh, uh, it's lost. Uh, Sadly, the file has been lost already. Okay. All right. So do I have to start with that then? And then Rob goes in? Yeah. There, there's the pre-show, uh, and it's this, like, very kid-friendly thing because it's a fair. So it's, uh, what's the thing that you buy to get uh, your sins renewed? Indulgences? All right, yeah, indulgies. That's close enough to the Wiggles. Uh, it's, it's a little kids group called The Endiggles. There we go. <laughs> and it is a pirate-themed group of guys who are just like, and you're gonna learn about your fun and about some sins of time. Learn from Blue Hook, Poor Devil, Suki Dog, Pretty Mastin, Blackfish, and Salty Eye. And it's just a list of, uh, Pope John's, uh, nicknames that Bree <laughs> sent me. And it's all of them just doing this pirate-themed kids show. And the kids love it. Formal request to get that soundbite as a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we upload this episode on the Totalis Rankium feed. We just upload that song alone on the Pontifax feed. Just no 10 seconds, no explanation. Just talk Just this random man singing into everyone's ears. Do you know why I call you... Diddy. As, because that's my name. But I don't do jewels, because as a child, this is a very forced reference. I'm cutting it. I'm going back. I was going to make a joke about how Diddy is, uh, Diddy Kong is the second Kong. <laughs> but also the best. So, I mean, come on. Exactly. See, it wouldn't have worked. No one wants to be Donkey Kong. You want to be Diddy Kong. No, you want to be Diddy. Just this little twirly thing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he was the main character in Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest. Which was the best of all of the Donkey Kong games. Exactly. Yes. So that doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. She re she thinks about it, realizes this, decides, you know what? No. 